Goals, a street art sticker with a simple message that's all about you. Today's show is brought to you by our merch store, featuring Have Goals branded clothing, such as t-shirts, hoodies, and more. 100% of the profit from our merch goes to help the homeless. Find out more on our website at havegoals.store. You can also follow us on Instagram at havegoals for additional information and discount codes. My guest today is someone who's been around the Have Goals movement for about 10 years, a good friend. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. I am Nate. Primarily, I am a web developer, and I do that both as a full-time job and freelance. I am somewhat of a art enthusiast and or artist and musician, and I really like bikes. Right on. And I guess I should just point out that you are unique in the Have Goals world insofar as I've known you for 10 years, and for most of those years, you've been part of the core crew, you know, the the central idea makers of the Have Goals, I don't know, movement. You've been right here at the center of it. Yeah. Should we, should we talk about how that happened? Sure. A little bit. I like telling the story. I first saw the Have Goals sticker. I, I honestly don't even remember where I first saw it, but I just noticed it and then kept noticing it and kept noticing it all over the place. And um, I was really into Tumblr for some reason at that time. So I started a Tumblr blog to archive all of the places where I saw it. And then I'm not sure how you came across that, but I, I guess you found it. And then you were like, hey, that's me. Cool. And uh, you got in touch with me. And then we started hanging out Man, doing stuff. You know what's remarkable about that story, too, is somehow I'd forgotten that that particular experience. I don't know if it's just being an authentic older person or what, but yeah, you did. You you started the, it was Have Goals Milwaukee. Yes, it was. Yeah, and that was also like my, my that was my first foray into a lot of things and learning how to customize the layout and the design of that blog is part of how I got to being a web developer. Yeah, no doubt. And and we've definitely done a lot of have goals related activities and projects and really yeah. some that were, I don't know, kind of tangential from have goals. Um, I, I recall yeah. that we, we had a, a radio show on River West Radio for a while. We did. That, that was basically about storm drain exploring. I remember sometimes describing that show as a radio show about flashlights. Pretty much. <laughs> so in your life, what is the approach you use to establish what your goals are? Like, how are you establishing your your individual steps, like for the next week or month or year? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, a lot of the time it just kind of happens. Yeah, it just kind of like appears like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I want to like do something better, like. Well, a lot of time it, it has to be with like addressing something else that's happening. You know, I have been like physically a bit unwell for the last year. So we joined a gym and my goal is to work out three times a week. There you go. 
but that but that's not to say that it's all in reaction to something that is negative you know it's definitely not like there are goals that i have like i want to do music more or like learn this thing and it's not necessarily reactive so when you say reactive i i guess i just want to cast a different light on that from my perspective to me i've always sort of had to be honest with myself and say that i am in many ways an opportunist with my goals. So I will have a a general direction that I think that I'm heading and that'll be, you know, kind of this cloud that's over there that I'm headed towards. And then the closer I get to it and the more I either meet people or learn something or find some information out, it starts to quantify what the, the most successful path into it might be. So I, yeah, that makes sense. I'm, I'm always kind of looking on the ground for those opportunities that present themselves. And then I start heading in that direction. And I guess sometimes, you know, when, when we talk about goals, it's hard not to try to quantify what your success looks like, you know, the success of achieving the goal perhaps. And for me, it's often a matter of looking at the result that I get in the particular light, you know, in order to call it success. Because a lot of the things that I've been able to achieve really were kind of an end result that I had no idea existed. You know, and and I couldn't have set out with the place I ended up in mind because I just didn't right. understand what what did that consist of. And it's almost, often kind of surprising to me to to end up in that place. Like, well, I guess I, I couldn't have known this was a thing, which in a related way is why I always try to stay focused on that initial experience when you first get into something and you know that you don't know anything about it. Cause you'll make like these on the look back, these like totally adorable decisions as a newbie to a thing like, Oh, look at you you know, says your future self, but sometimes you can kind of handcuff yourself by defining your goal too much. Yeah, I get, I I see that. I I think it's important to like understand your, your future scope, know what you don't know kind of thing. Yeah. And to own that idea. That's extremely difficult to do sometimes. Um, especially when you're entering a space that you're unfamiliar with i know that i i don't know a thing about how to like i don't know anything about like russian cuisine and i can't just like whip up a russian dish right away but i know like what i don't know there you know because i i I know how to cook other cuisines but i can't have that same level of awareness walking into an engineer's office you know i don't know like i don't know well I don't even know what I don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you've got to get a certain amount of exposure to something to understand what shape it's in, you know, and, and where yeah. all the different hallways and knowledge areas are so you can begin to pursue them. And I think that is kind of a universal idea in goal seeking. You know, you've got to be willing to just shift it around and work with what comes across your plate. Because there are definitely goals out there where it's real quantifiable and you're just trying to, like, you know, I want to get X, Y, Z or do this one thing. And 
you know, it's yeah. got one possibility. But when you are keeping yourself open to all the variations, you can end up with something that you didn't know was out there, but is just as satisfying or maybe better than what you had initially pictured. I think, I think for me, like the quantification of it depends upon term. You know, I have the goal of working out three times a week, week by week, I can look at myself and say like, okay, did I work out three times this week? Did I go to the gym three times this week? And that's really easy to do. But I also have the goal of taking more time for myself and, and like taking, taking more time to like self-reflect. And that's not something that I can like take, take that turn like week by week, you know, like that's a much broader thing. I think you have to sometimes define what it, what that's going to consist of. You make me think about this idea of mindfulness, which I've been trying to get into more. Recently, I got one of these like mindfulness calendars where you assign some idea to it and then you check off this calendar based around that idea. And it's it's really started off with, I want to spend time with our dog and doing some kind of like exercise adventure with her every day. And that's what's got me checking off the boxes on it. But the more I've interacted with this calendar, like over the last six months, I've been trying to think about it when I check that off. What other things can I kind of count into that area? And so it's expanded into not only am I doing like an exercise adventure with her, but now I'm also like taking another long walk with her at night. You know, and, and she's gotten used to it and I've gotten used to it. And it's kind of built out that, that goal and made it more than what I started with. That's kind of funny because like not that long ago, I was talking with my therapist and we had like that kind of same discussion about like trying to be mindful. And after leaving that, I was like, well, how can I do that in a way that is both practical and efficient because the way I saw it was it was something that I needed to like be frequently conscious of and, you know, checking in with myself frequently. So um, I actually found a way, I mean, it's not like some big secret or something. It's just, um, I made my watch ding every hour. And whenever my watch dings, I just like take literally one minute and just ask, how am I feeling right now? Hmm. And what do I need? And what do I need to like meet those needs? Or like, what do I do to meet those needs? So like, you know, at two o'clock, my thing is going to go off and I'm going to think, how am I feeling right now? And what do I need? And what do I need to like meet those? What do I, what do I need to do? Yeah, to, like, meet those needs? And that's like, it's really easy. And now I've been doing that. I mean, I don't even know how long I've been doing that. Probably a little over a month and it's like such second nature to me that I don't even on a weekly scale or a monthly scale, I don't even need to check in and like, okay, am I focusing on myself? Because it's such a habit every hour to just do that. And that's working like super well for me. And like, I've, I've noticed a pretty good change in like in my mood day to day. So. I don't know if we're going to get too philosophical here, but when you describe that, it, it kind of brings me back into that realization that, you know, our, our humanity consists of this brain in a weird electric meat chip that we drive around. And <laughs> it's really easy for people to kind of get it on autopilot and to just start doing whatever the next desire fulfilling thing is or need fulfilling thing is 
without stopping, like you're describing, to just take stock. Like, how am I doing up here? You know, what's 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 going on? What am I doing okay? Before you get too far under the water. It's peculiar how that has affected my day to day because I used to just like sit in front of my computer for hours on end and like get headaches all of the time because I ran out of water or drank too much coffee or like didn't eat breakfast or like this other thing. And it's also peculiar how that has tied into my other goals. Like I don't want to drink two pots of coffee a day. So I have stopped drinking coffee afternoon and looking at my watch every hour and seeing like, okay, I know it's, I know it's noon, so I don't need to drink any more coffee today. I need to drink water only or maybe right. tea sometimes, but it, it's done a lot to, to just check in and help me actualize other goals. Yeah. I can really relate to that too, because I, I was in a habit for a long time of drinking tons of coffee in the morning and then just shifting gears into tea, like for the rest of the day. And, uh, I've really tried to make a concerted effort this year to just have like a two cups of coffee in the morning and then go hard down on the water for the rest of the day. Because I mean, yeah, I have an illness that requires a lot of water. So that's, that's important. But I find that the more water I drink just in general, like the better off I'm doing, you know, from physically, mentally, right. emotionally. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, you, you see this thing that I've got, um, for our audio listeners, I am <laughs> holding up my gallon jug of water that I keep on the floor next to my desk. I drink one of those a day due in large part to the fact that I check in with myself every hour and think, well, I'm thirsty. I could drink some water. It's always right there. And, you know, um, I guess kind of the thing that we're probably getting at here is taking care of your physical well-being is a big step towards achieving your goals. And I, th- I think an important thing to remember, too, is like sometimes when I check in with myself, I don't ha- I, I know what the question I'm asking is, like, how am I doing? Like, I'm trying to take stock. And sometimes I can't sufficiently answer that. It's not or it's not clear what the answer is. There are times when I am not doing good and it's not an answer to like, oh, I'm doing, I'm doing good or I'm not doing good. That's not always what the answer is. It's like, well, I don't really know. Or like, I feel kind of sleepy or I, I feel kind of sad or whatever. Um, and it's, uh, that's okay too. Yeah. But it helps me like be aware of that too. And it's not like if I don't answer that question to myself, I'm going to get in trouble sure. or anything. <laughs> like. But just, you know, having an awareness, I think, is is the important thing, whether that be with how you're feeling or with the status of a goal that you're trying to achieve. Right. Um, even if it's not, you know, concretely quantifiable. Yeah, you know, sometimes it can be helpful to have that, what do I want to say, like a, a status indicator or a visual indication of a goal. And yeah. I'm I'm just going to pick one out of a hat here. I've always loved reading books. And one of my goals this year has been to just kind of bump that up and move through more books. And so as a visual indicator for that, I keep the books that I'm like, I have my actual physical queue of books next to my desk here. And I see them every day and I see 
where I'm at. And when I finish one, I usually keep it on my desk for a while so I can, you know, aside from the accomplishment, like, yes, I read that. It also gives me pause to think about what was that book about? You know, what, what did I get from that? Like, why was it a good book or why am I going to make a different decision in the future? Just to have it there, like as a, a touchstone for what it is that I've accomplished. And, and I guess like in some ways it serves as this sort of like a dashboard or whatever for goal having. Yeah. Like a stat tracker for sure. Yeah. Or in the same way, like I'm one of the Apple watch wear people and I've got like my activity rings, you know, and I've often thought about like, yeah. gosh, I wish there were some other activity rings I could add to this thing, you know, like stuff that could measure for me and show me like my daily progress of, I mean, for example, I wish it had like a ring for like the physical distance that I've walked, you know, and I know that data's in there and I can look at it, but it'd be great if it was a little more heads up or just some of the more esoteric stuff. Like, am I checking in with myself? How am I doing on water? You know, just. Right. Yeah. All that stuff would be great. Maybe as humans evolve, we'll have come up with some like a uh, mental dashboard that can be visualized in our cortex and we can see it all the time it's a sort of google glasses type thing i guess (laughs) well that's our show for today and thank you nate for coming by thanks for having me oh i i hope you'll be back again if i'm invited i'd be happy to of course you can check out our merch store at havegoals.store and catch us on instagram at havegoals and we appreciate you being here 